Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, going to be talking about the 2021 film, The Last Duel. Being a massive Ridley Scott fan, I was really looking forward to this movie. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck uh, produced it, starred in it, um, Adam Driver, Jodie Comer, a lot of great stars, a lot of great people behind the camera, $100 million budget based on a true story from the 1300s, all the earmarks of something you think I'd be interested in, and somehow I just saw it now. Short version uh, of the review would be, this is one of the best made movies I've seen in a long time. This, I watched two movies this weekend, both Academy Award nominated, and both directors at the top of their game, um, Nightmare Alley and The Last Duel. Short version of the review is, if you like Ridley Scott, if you like period pieces, if you enjoyed his movie Kingdom of Heaven, this is not as good as that, but almost. Well, not almost. It's Kingdom of Heaven is, to me, a classic. But anyway, short review is uh, your mileage will vary. It's two and a half hours long. It's a little slow. It takes a while to get going. It shows the same story from three different viewpoints. And then you get to the big action scene. So if it sounds like your cup of tea, check it out. That's the short version. The longer version is it's sumptuously filmed. It's beautiful. It it looks amazing. Um, I'm streaming it on HBO Max. I wanted to do that before I invested in a 4K copy. It got very high marks for the 4K, but if I don't like the movie, it really doesn't matter how much how great it looks. Well, most of the time. So I had some time this weekend, and I wanted to catch up on these movies that were big ones from the last year, from big directors that were Academy Award nominated. And I knew they were things that I wouldn't watch during the week because they're both two and a half hours long. They're both known to be kind of deliberately slow. Um, And that's just not something I could get through on a normal weeknight. That's why I tend to watch an episode or two of of a streaming TV show like Peacemaker or whatever. So I, I had some time this weekend, and I watched both of these films in a day, and whew, it was a little grueling. This is a very realistic take on what's supposed to be a true story. However, something this old could be true. Um, it's a well-known story. Not that <laughs> as, as well-read and, and traveled as I am, um, I had heard about this a long time ago, but nothing, you know. The movie's like, oh, oh, yeah, I think that vaguely familiar. So I'm not going to get into spoilers, but if you've read anything about the synopsis of the of the of the movie, uh, Matt Damon and Adam Driver are knights. Um, Matt Damon is married to Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer claims that she is raped by Adam Driver. The story is then broken up into three chapters, where they tell it from each of the three main participant's point of view, and then it wraps up. It has this nice opening where everybody's getting ready for the duel, and just as the duel's going to start, it says the last duel, and then it flashes back, and we get you have to go through years, people. The movie does kind of speed up as it goes. It takes a good 45 minutes to tell the story the first time through. They don't retell it the same way, the same length. They get shorter each time. And how it turns out, that's all up to you. I'm not going to get into details. Like I said, I try to do spoiler-free reviews. 
if I love the movie, I would do a second review and get it into heavy spoilers. But I thought it was good. I, I just it. I'm going to say the same thing about Nightmare Alley when I do the podcast right after this. This is an impeccably well-made film. I'm glad I watched it. It's not one I will own. It's not one I will probably ever watch again. And that's not because I didn't enjoy it. I did. It's got some uncomfortable scenes. It's got some great action. It's got great acting. Everybody did a fantastic job in the movie, uh, regardless of the weird haircut or beards they were given. It, you know, sign of the times, I guess. Mullets. Hmm. A lot has been said uh, since the movie came out. This is the movie that caused uh, Ridley Scott to say that people don't want to learn anything unless it's taught to them on their cell phones. I don't think this was the right movie to make that stand for. <laughs> if 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 one of his bigger films, one of his more action-oriented films, one of his alien films hadn't done so well during the pandemic and he said something like that, maybe I would give it a little more credence. But this is a movie that I'm sorry. It was filmed for $100 million. It made $30 million. And it has a specific audience of people who like this kind of movie, people who like Academy Award nominated type films that may not be action spectacles or funny or i mean this doesn't have very many light moments unless you include some unintentional comedy and i i've read a few reviews of this non-spoiler reviews before i went into it because i really didn't want to know how it the story turns out um like i said i think it's well acted well made but i think it could have been told a bit briefer it it does have a lot of re resonance in modern times. It has a lot of things to say about, uh, you know, males deciding females' uh, destinies and things like that, uh, women standing up for themselves. There's a lot of things that echo in modern times, and I see why the movie was made and all that. I get it. Um, but at two and a half hours, it's just, it's it's pretty much a slog. It's, like I said, impeccably filmed. But I would say if I put it hand-to-hand, -hand, if, if somebody were giving out um, awards for cinematography and such between this and Nightmare Alley, I have to go Nightmare Alley, which will be my next podcast, by the way. That was one incredibly beautiful film. This is beautiful, but it's a lot of grays. It's outside. It's France in the 1300s, and it's snowing. And and granted, that's all beautiful, but it, it also is not very colorful, not very robust or deep. It's... um. It has a very cold exterior. There's some warm scenes. There's some beautiful scenes by Firelight. The first time that uh, Adam Driver and Matt Damon have a private conversation in front of a fireplace, and they have a few candles lit, and they're drinking, and it's it's just a, it's a really beautiful scene. There's a lot of them in the movie. I didn't want to take anything away from it comparing it to another movie. It, it is. It's a Ridley Scott film, so it's it's got snow flying through the air and, and things like that, as he usually does have. It, just every shot, every costume, everything. It's impeccably made. But it, it, you know, I would expect nothing less from the team that put this together. Um, I can see why it was nominated for some things. I can see why it didn't do so well at the box office. It's just not one of those crowd-pleasing kind of movies. They could have, not to get into spoilers, but they could have done a better job differentiating the different points of view. They put up a card and say, this is about, this is this person's point of view, but... I don't know what the, the events kind of look the same from all three perspectives. So I don't think they were meant to, but they kind of did. Could have done a little more there. I, I think when they were trying to, oh, this is going to be in the gray area. I think they kept it a little too gray in that area. But the fight scene, the, the duel at the end is appropriately brutal. Um it's a good Ridley Scott film, but I wouldn't put it up as one of his best because it's not one you'll revisit. 
I find Prometheus and um, Alien Covenant very flawed movies, but I'll watch them again because I, I like the story. I like the universe. I like watching a Ridley Scott movie. This one, it was just a little hard to get through, so I, you know, it won't be one of those Ridley Scotts. I do have the extra-long version of uh, Kingdom of Heaven. Recently bought the remastered version. I still haven't taken the plastic off that because it's, it's three, almost four hours long, but it's a great movie. All in all, The Last Duel is, is a great film that you'd watch once, and it will, it, it will cause some great discussions to be had, which I think a great film will do that. Um, some of my favorite YouTube movie reviewers listed this as one of their top movies of the year. It's one of the top made movies of the year, but it probably wouldn't make my top 10 list of the year. Um, it's entertaining. It's very well made. It just wasn't exactly my cup of tea, but again... I knew what I was getting into, and, and I got out of it exactly what I thought I would. A really good Ridley Scott period piece um, that had a lot of things to say and, and ends kind of, not exactly a down note, but it's not exactly an uplifting ending either. It's it's the last duel, and it's available now on streaming services. I watched it on HBO Max. It's also available on Blu-ray and, and 4K. Uh, I understand the 4K looks fantastic, and the sound is very good, too. In 5.1 and what I assume was 1080p, um, it looked good and sounded good. Um, wasn't like a Disney movie that I had to really crank up, so there's that. But uh, sorry, I didn't get to review the 4K disc for you. Uh, here at the Red Box in Alaska, very few 4K discs have made their way. We got like Dune and a couple others, and that was a movie I bought in 4K, so that's another thing. So anyway, my next podcast will be uh, about Nightmare Alley, which is Guillermo del Toro's big Academy Award-nominated film from the past year. And my review will be similar in such a way that it is one, one impeccably made film. It is absolutely gorgeous. But anyway, tune in for the next uh, podcast, and you'll hear more about it. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to enjoy this podcast. If you did, there are links below to my other projects. Have a spectacular day.